Breaking news. You thought we covered everything yesterday, but I have a little interlude. In you case, thought you got rid of us, but you didn't. Just in case you couldn't wait for the update until our next podcast, we're ha- slipping in a little something. This is a little secret extra episode. This is like a two and a half. This is like a little bit of a continuation from last episode. A little, you know, while you're waiting for the third episode, this is our little, here you go. Two minute break. Two, uh, yeah. Our little interlude. Our breaking news. Breaking news But it's is, not breaking. It's months old. <laughs> no, it's not months old. Yesterday I ordered my hyaluronic acid. Oh, oh, we so. really have breaking news. Okay, okay, <laughs> I okay. ordered it. I ordered it. I didn't sleep that well though because I was nervous about what my choice was. But we'll see. I'll give updates. We'll maybe have a 3.0 where I, a 3.5. Oh God. Where we update my usage. We but, have episodes and then we have half episodes. <laughs> No, but really the reason why I called you in here today Mm. to the principal's office was because uh, I'm in trouble. (laughs) I left a little out when we were talking about the wedding and I just wanted to, this is for my own personal benefit. Sorry, you have to suffer through it. That's okay. We needed, I need a little documentation of the actual craziness that went on. I feel like letting it out will help. I need to let it out. Yeah, let it out, girl, let it out. Because when it was going on, I really couldn't talk to anybody. Not my sister, not my friends. I was so crazed. The only person I spoke to was you, which was- Hardly. Three days before the wedding was actually coming down or mm-hmm. going down. Going down. Remember when you came over to the apartment and I screamed into the pillow? You didn't scream into the pillow. You screamed at me. Right. Well, you were to crying. Me. And you, I don't think, even knew what was going on because there was some point where Graham and I conspired to not tell you anything anymore. Yeah, because I told you. I said to her specifically... From this point on, I don't care what happens. Please don't tell me. Right. So I want to backtrack a little bit just to. Yeah. uh, This is that part. If it was like an episode, it would be now. And then it would be like three weeks ago. Right. You know, but it was two weeks prior. Right. Two weeks prior. What happened was back in September when your grandfather was not well, we secretly decided to make a secret wedding. You wanted to keep your wedding date. But we also were disguising it under the guise of my 30th birthday. We were like, we're just going to pretend like it's a 30th birthday and we'll tell everyone I'm having a 30th birthday that was supposed to be at my grandparents' apartment, just a dinner for us as family to celebrate my 30th birthday. Right, and surprisingly, as things deteriorated and COVID came around, Almost nobody in our family considered the fact that I was a mental patient making a 30th birthday party. They didn't even like, think about it. Everybody thought it was a 30th birthday party up until about 10 days before. And I think everyone was genuinely like a little worried about us, but they weren't saying it because they I, were like, we're just not going to say anything to these people because clearly they have something going on that they need to like deal with. Yeah. So, Okay. We, we set it in September. We say it's going to be in November mm-hmm. and we're keeping it a secret. We're pretending it's a 30th birthday. Except and I'm telling every stranger that I come into contact <laughs> with that it is because I can't hold it in. So what happens as of my birthday, which is November 2nd, mm-hmm. when our lovely household cleaning woman, Maria, contracted COVID and I thought I contracted COVID because I was in the house with her. Things started to go down from there. It so unraveled. This is November 2nd, three weeks before the wedding. And I am waiting to test and quarantining and thinking that I have COVID. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not going to be able to go to your wedding. And it, it started to go down weekly. After me waiting to test and Andrew waiting to test, 
then I get a call from my sister that my nephew is away at college and he has COVID. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh my God, what is happening? What is starting to happen? COVID was really ramping up and we only had less than three weeks to go. And everyone was catching it. Everybody's catching it. Everybody's testing for it. So we decide to tell everybody, now you all have to test to come to the 30th birthday party. Everybody's got a test, PCR, do it a few days in advance. Your brother's coming in from California. Two weeks early. Oh yeah, we got to discuss Alex. I know, there's a lot of things here. So, okay. So Alex is coming in and he's going to quarantine in another home for a week alone waiting to test and everybody's getting COVID and everybody's testing. And then what happens is... My brother is in a conference with a few people in a meeting and calls me a week before the wedding. This is now we're up to a week before the wedding. The wedding is going to take place in my parents' apartment in the city. It's only family. It's going to be, I'm going to bring in Il Molino. We're just going to have a nice dinner, small, tiny thing. It was really going to be 20 people and it was going to be nice. Then my brother calls me and he tells me he's been exposed and he has to quarantine and he can't come to the 30th birthday party. And I say to him, you can't fuck it. <laughs> no, I say to him at this point, you can't really think that this is a 30th birthday party. And he's like, well, I, I was, but then my sister put the thought in your mind, in his mind that it might be Perry's wedding. And I was like, yes, it's Perry's wedding. And now Surprise, bitches, I'm upset. And I go to call my sister to tell her that my brother can't be there and that I'm really upset because everybody's getting exposed and I'm going to blow it. Even though I didn't tell you, I was going to tell Aunt Amy. I was telling Aunt Amy. But everyone knew. Nobody knew. So I call my sister. I tell her that my brother's been exposed. I'm very upset. And she says nothing and starts crying. And I'm like, what? It's upsetting. I know. But my God. She tells me her son just gave, got came home from his <laughs> university and he was home for a day and he tested positive and he was in the house with her and he tested positive and so now, now they all cannot come because they have all been exposed <laughs> and my other nep- both my nephews have COVID. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God, we're a week away. Nobody whole, can come. <laughs> and the whole purpose of this thing was to surprise my brother and my sister and my f- father and just these few close people just to give them the surprise. The whole thing is blown and no one can come. And let's remind everybody that the only reason that I agreed to doing this, to do this was because it was going to be a surprise and everyone was going to bug out and it right. was going to be amazing. I only did it for the surprise and the full surprise is ruined. Right. So now we are like, forget it. It's all set up. We're doing it, but we cannot do it in my parents' apartment because everybody's getting COVID and we can't bring anybody into the apartment. I'm too nervous. So scratch the whole... The whole party, scratch it. Right. But what happened was we called the few places in the city that I knew might still be open, might take people, and they were not taking people. So then we are now three days or four (laughs) days out from the wedding. I call Graham and I say to Graham, I'm going into the city to look at a place. They're, They're available. They can take us. I'm not telling Perry. I'm just going to do it. I run into the city. It is Wednesday before the Saturday of the wedding. The Whitby Hotel, I have to say that again, the Whitby Hotel, so accommodating, so amazing, had a beautiful room. We didn't have to do anything to it. I take it. I sign the papers. We're set. We're going to have it here. I don't even know if I told you. No, I didn't know. No, I I literally didn't bring myself to tell you. I call the florist and the florist tells me, 
Thank God we moved it because she has COVID. She's sick as a dog and no one in her arena really wants to go into my parents' apartment to do anything because who knows who has COVID. And two days before I contacted the officiant to say, hey, I just want to make sure you got your COVID test for this event. Uh, He refused to get his COVID test, said he's been sitting at home doing nothing. He doesn't want to get a test because he doesn't want to wait online. Right. So So he's out. No. So Perry calls me and tells me uh, we have a problem with the officiant. I call him up and I'm like, what the F? Are you kidding me? And I hope he's listening right now. We're two days away from a wedding. Get me somebody who will test. So he gets me this lovely woman. What was her name? Totally gone. Sharon? Sharon. 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 Oh, we'll have to get back to you on that because she was wonderful. And she actually said to me, I'll even test Saturday morning. And I said to her, no, no, no. I can't have any more emergencies on the day. Test on Friday. Stay home. We'll see you Saturday. Yeah. Okay. We're all good. We're managing Actually, we forgot to say that the only people that really were not in on the surprise were your brother and sister. Yeah. They had no idea. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, how long is the charade going to go on? And they haven't figured it out. And Alex, get- I just want to say that Alex fully thought that it was a birthday party that was being planned for all of us. Well, no, you're not saying it correctly. Okay. During the day, the kids are all getting ready, thinking that they're going to a 30th birthday party. But my stepchildren did not. They knew what was going on. Right. And Alex was with them. And Alex actually said during the day to my stepson, Steven, mom is so silly if she doesn't think that I don't realize that this is a birthday party for all of us. And I'm like, oh my God, he was the look on his face when he walked in the room and a wedding was happening. He could not wrap his mind around it. I just have that impression in my mind. I'm always going to remember We're going to post a photo of his face when he entered. I have a photo and we'll post it on Instagram. It's unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Anyway, we're finally here. Yeah. The flowers are up. The officiant is ready. We have a place. We are going to a dinner afterwards at the Palm, which was so absolutely accommodating to us and gave us a gigantic private room for 12 people, a room for 100 people for 12 people. And I also want to shout out to um, the cake people who were unbelievable, delivered the cake, had no problem, made the cakes. We had three cakes, but that's neither here nor there. And Jen Stone Florist. It was unbelievable. And Lulu's Bakery in Westchester, please. Their cake is unbelievable. Anyway, we are finally at the wedding moment. And the main reason that we were stressed the whole time was to keep my father very safe. The entire reason we were having this wedding in November, besides the fact that we really wanted to get married and we wanted to have our original date was my grandfather hasn't been in the best of health. He's really high risk for COVID. And we really wanted to make sure that he would be able to be in good spirits and be there and, and see it and feel it and like be able to totally be there. Right. So (laughs) we, on a lighter note, (laughs) we, we, we mask him up. We shield him up. We dress him up. I mean, we didn't dress him up. He got himself dressed and he shield, we ready. shielded him up. We shielded him up. We masked him up. We convinced him that it was okay to zip him through the lobby in a wheelchair, which he hates to do. But, you know, we were worried about the COVID floating in the air. And we said to him, we're just going to zip you through the lobby. No one will see you. It'll be quick and we'll get you in your chair. It's about 6.15. We're all seated. We're all ready to go. We zip him through. And before he comes through the door, he says, his usual I need to use the men's room. I have done everything in my power for weeks on end to keep him basically 
saran wrapped and covered and away from everybody. And at this moment, he needs to go into a public bathroom in a hotel. And you don't know much about my grandfather, so I'll just fill you in. When he says he has to use the men's room, it's not he has to use the men's room. He'll be right back. It's ten, it's five to 10 minutes. It's a 40 minute event. <laughs> And it's not, it's <laughs> At not. At which point he's touched everything. Right. The toilet, he has the to handle, go, the sink, very the counter. Slow. Yes. So now we're all sitting waiting for the wedding to commence. And I am having a nervous breakdown thinking about how many different particles in that bathroom and how many variations of COVID are in there. And all my efforts have gone to waste. And we are waiting and we are waiting and we are waiting. And then he comes out of the bathroom, sits himself down and the wedding begins. And that was really the crux of it. It doesn't seem when I'm saying it now as crazy as it actually was, but it was off the hook. And we're recording this now so that we can look back on it in a few months from now and say, wow, that was a part of the whole bigger picture of what brings us to the day in May. And I thought it was a nice, um, added extra add-on for just a little bonus for if you really want the suspense of what went on for the first wedding the second wedding we i'm sure that we're going to be sitting here in june doing the exact same thing having another mini episode about exactly what went on for that wedding but just in case you were wondering just how high the stress levels were it was pretty high and if you're going through this just think back the day of the wedding the road was closed to the hotel Graham's parents sat in an hour's worth of traffic to get there. I mean, everything that could go wrong went wrong, but love prevailed. That's right, guys. That's absolutely true. Love does prevail. All right. I'm glad that we got this on the record and I got it off my chest. Do you feel better? I do feel better. I needed it to be out there. I think if there's anything that we do here in this podcast, it's really just to make sure that you get these things off your chest. You say them, you close the book, and then that's it. All right. I'm ready for my deep breath. You ready? Ready. One, two, three. Thank you for joining us on a little mini episode tangent. This is the Perimenopause Podcast 2.5. And uh, yeah, I love you. See you next time. Bye. Hot topics, hot effects.